Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and this is Shi'ar Jeshub, a Bible study program coming from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the ministry of my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. Today, we will be continuing Pastor Greg's series on heavenly authority with the current focus on the office of the prophet in the New Testament. This sermon centers on John the Baptist, and when we left off, Pastor was reading the description in Luke chapter 1, given by the angel to Zacharias about John's ministry to go before the Lord. He goes before in the spirit and power of Elijah. So he's not Elijah. This is not Elijah come back from the dead. This is not Elijah come back down from heaven, right? Are you Elijah? He says no, right? We just read that. But the angel Gabriel tells his father, he goes in the spirit and the power of Elijah. And when you think about Elijah, he is the epitome of, He is the embodiment of the Old Testament prophets, right? If you had to pick a prophet from the historical readings in the the Old Testament and you want to have someone that epitomizes the prophets to come after him, the key prophet is Elijah. You know, you have Moses and Elijah, the Mount of Transfiguration, the law and the prophets, right? He goes in the spirit and the power of Elijah to fulfill the prophecy in Malachi, we just read it, chapter 4, verse 6, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And this is over and over again, prepare the way for the Lord. A people prepared for the Lord. That's how critical this prophetic ministry that John has as the last of the Old Testament prophets is. It prepares the way. It prepares the people for their God, for their Messiah. And those that heeded John turned to Jesus and received as descendants of Abraham the Messiah promised to them. And that's what Malachi means when it says Elijah will come. One will come in the spirit and power of Elijah to make ready a people for God. A prophet like Elijah, the Holy Spirit upon John, the Holy Spirit upon John with the same anointing that Elijah has. Um, If you look in 2 Kings, let's keep our fingers over here in Luke, and look in 2 Kings chapter 1. In 2 Kings chapter 1 and verse 3, And you have here Ahaziah, the son of Ahab and Jezebel, and God is going to uh, proclaim judgment upon him. It says in verse 3, But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria, and say to them, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are going to inquire of Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron? Ahaziah fell through the lattice of his upper room and he's on his sickbed and he sends to go inquire at Beelzebub, the lord of the flies, Satan, to see if he's going to recover. 
And when he meets the messengers, Elijah says, Elijah by prophecy, knowing what's going on without being there, says, are you going to inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron? Is there no god in Israel? Verse 4, now therefore, thus says the Lord, Yahweh, you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. He proclaims the word of God, and it includes a judgment and a prophecy of the future for Ahaziah. So Elijah departed. And when the messengers returned to him, the king, Ahaziah, he said to them, Why have you come back? So they said to him, A man came up to meet us and said to us, Go return to the king who sent you and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are sending to inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron? Therefore you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. Then he said to them, What kind of man was it who came up to meet you and told you these words? So they answered him, A hairy man wearing a leather belt around his waist. And he said, It is Elijah the Tishbite, and he knows he's in trouble. He knows the garments of Elijah the Tishbite. He knows the hairy garment. He knows the leather belt. And so when you go to Mark chapter uh, 1, Mark chapter 1 and verse 6, Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He has the same mantle. He has the same hairy camel's hair clothing, the harshness, the austereness, the same leather belt. He's like Elijah in the wilderness there, proclaiming the judgments of God, telling the people about their sins, not holding back. Elijah told them about their sins. He has the same anointing on him, the same spirit, the same power as Elijah. An interesting note, when you think about Elijah also, you think about fire coming down from heaven, right? Uh, the tremendous sign. If you look in John, the Gospel of John chapter 10 in the New Testament, John chapter 10 and verse 40, and he, Jesus, went away again beyond the Jordan to the place where John was baptizing at first, and there he stayed. Then many came to him and said, John performed no sign. Some of your translations will say no miraculous sign. But all the things that John spoke about this man were true, and many believed in him there. The prophecy of John is confirmed in the works and the miracles of Jesus Christ. But John himself performed no sign, no miraculous sign. Think about Elijah the prophet calling fire down from heaven, and there was no outward exterior sign in the ministry of John the Baptist. And yet the angel Gabriel tells his father that he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah. Because the real power and the real spirit of Elijah and the true prophet is not necessarily the sign. They needed the sign at that time in Israel. And certainly Jesus would come and give them more signs. But the power and spirit of Elijah, of the prophet, is in the message. It's in the word of God. It's in the very spoken word of God. The grass withers, the flower fades away, but the word of our God 
stands forever. That's the power of Elijah. That's the power of the prophet. That's the power that John the Baptist had, that same anointing to proclaim. And you notice there's a moral compass to all this to set the people aright. Elijah was trying to set Israel aright. Turn from Beelzebub. Turn from the false gods. He's, he's giving the prophecies of God to the kings to turn back to Yahweh their God. And John is there trying to turn the people, even under Roman domination, not to focus on the day-to-day -day problems, but look at yourselves. Look at what Israel has become. Look at why we have all the problems we have. Look at why we're in the position we're in. It's because of us. He takes the Levitical violence and he turns the sword of Levi. You know Levi with the sword when Moses comes back down, right? They, they're great. Levi's great at seeing the sins of others, right? When their sister Deborah is taken by a young man outside of marriage, they, they go after the guy and they kill the whole town when they agree to be circumcised and become Jews. Right? They're great to see it in others. And they're even able to see it in their own brethren. Right? When Moses comes down from the mountain, they apply the sword to their brethren who will not come over to Moses' side. But John takes that sword and he points it to himself and tells each of them to point it to themselves and say, I need to cut away what's wrong and repent. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. That prepares the way for Jesus Christ. And so the power of Elijah, the spirit of Elijah, is the message, the word of God. And John will have that in abundance. As a matter of fact, we read he was filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. He had the message of God in all its importance and its clarity, and perhaps more than any of the prophets who went before him. His imprisonment starts in Mark chapter 1 uh, and verse 14. We read that, now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. His imprisonment starts the ministry of Jesus Christ. And when you read in the, uh, the Gospels about that ministry of John, it says the beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ in Mark chapter 1, the Son of God. And it starts, when you read the Gospel of Mark, it starts right with the ministry of John the Baptist. As it is written in the prophets, Mark 1-2, Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. And that's, that's coming right out of what we read in uh, Malachi chapter 3. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me, says the Lord. Again, me, God says, and then your face, speaking of the Son, because the Father and Son are one. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make his paths straight. John came baptized in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And all the lands of Judea and those from Jerusalem went to him. They went out to him and were all baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. Israel confesses as when Samuel, years before at Mizpah, we studied that, the confession at Mizpah. 
Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, There comes one after me, who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. See the sword pointing at himself? I'm not worthy to go near him. I'm not worthy to touch the shoe on his foot. I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. What is the foundation of the male-female relationship? How does God view marriage? These are just some of the questions addressed in our special audio CD set on Christian marriage. It includes all four CDs in Pastor Greg's series, Walking Together, as well as two audio CDs entitled, The Valiant Christian Man, God's Servant Priest to His Family. And all six audio CDs are our gift to you for your donation to Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of $35 or more. You can make your donation on our church website at www.shiarjeshub.org. The shiarjeshub.org website allows you to make donations through a secure PayPal page. Or you can mail a check of $35 or more to Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. Make sure to mention Offer 101. We thank you for listening today. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jeshub.